Beggar and the King, a play in one act by Winthrop Parkhurst. Crying in the street for bread. Oh, King, it is a beggar. Why does he cry for bread? Oh, King, he cries for bread in order that he may fill his belly. I do not like the sound of his voice. It annoys me very much. Send him away. Oh, King, he has been sent away. If that is so, then why do I hear his voice? Oh, King, he, he has been sent away many, many times, yet each time that he is sent away he returns again, crying louder than before. He is very unwise to annoy me on such a warm day. He must be punished for his impudence. Use the lash on him. O king, it has been done. Then bring out the spears. O king, the guards have already bloodied their swords many times, driving him away from the palace gate. Of no avail. Then bind him and gag him if necessary. If need be, cut out his tongue. I do not like the sound of the fellow's voice. It annoys me very much. O king, thy orders were obeyed even yesterday. No, that cannot be. A beggar cannot cry for bread who has no tongue. Behold, he can if he has grown another. What? Why, men are not given more than one tongue in a lifetime. To have more than one tongue is... Treason! If it is treason to have more than one tongue, O king, then is this beggar surely guilty of treason? The punishment for treason is death. See to it that the fellow is slain, and do not fan me so languidly. I am very warm. Behold, O great and illustrious king, all thy commands were obeyed even yesterday. How? Do not jest with thy king. If I jest, then there is truth in a jest. Even yesterday, O king, as I have told thee, the beggar which thou now hearest crying aloud in the street was slain by thy soldiers with a sword. Do ghosts eat bread? For since men who have been slain with a sword do not go about in the streets crying for a piece of bread. Forsooth, they do if they are fashioned as this beggar. Why, he is but a man. Surely he cannot have more than one life in a lifetime. Listen to a tale, O king, which happened yesterday. I am listening. Thy soldiers smote this beggar for crying aloud in the streets for bread, but his wounds are already healed. They cut out his tongue, but he immediately grew another. They slew him, yet he is now alive. Ah, that is a tale which I cannot understand at all. O king, it may be well. I cannot understand what thou sayest either. O king, that may be well also. Thou, Thou art speaking now in riddles. I do not like riddles. They confuse my brain. Behold, O king, if I speak in riddles, it is because a riddle has come to pass. Bread! Bread! Give me some bread! Ah, He is crying out again. 
His voice seems to me louder than it was before. Hunger is as food to the lungs, O king. His lungs, I will wager, are well fed. <laughs> but alas, his stomach is quite empty. That is not my business. Should, should I not perhaps fling him a crust from the window? No! To feed a beggar is always foolish. Every crumb that is given to a beggar is an evil seed from which springs another fellow like him. Bread! Bread! Give me some bread! He seems very hungry, my king. Uh, yes, so I should judge. If, if thou wilt not let me fling him a piece of bread, thine ears must pay the debt of thy hand. A king can have no debts. That is true, O king. Even so, the noise of this fellow's begging must annoy thee greatly. <laughs> it does. Doubtless he craves only a small crust from thy table, and he would be content. Yea, doubtless he craves only to be a king, and he would be very happy indeed. Do not be hard, O king. Art thou ever wise and just? This fellow is exceedingly hungry. Dost thou not command me to fling him just one small crust from the window? My commands I have already given thee. See that the beggar is driven away. But alas, O king, if he is driven away, he will return again, even as he did before. Then see to it that he is slain. I cannot be annoyed with the sound of his voice. But alas, O great and illustrious king, if he is slain, he will come to life again, even as he did before. Ah, that is true. But his voice troubles me. I do not like to hear it. His lungs are fattened with hunger of a truth. They are quite strong. Well, propose a remedy to weaken them. A, a remedy, O king? That is what I said. A remedy. And do not stop fanning me. I am exceedingly warm. A, a crust of bread, O king, dropped from yonder window. Forsooth, that might prove a remedy. I have said that I will not give him a crust of bread. If I gave him a crust today, he would be just as hungry again tomorrow, and my troubles would be as great as before. Uh, this is true, O king. Thy mind is surely filled with great learning. Therefore, some other remedy must be found. O king, the words of thy illustrious mouth are as very meatballs of wisdom. Now, let me consider. Thou sayest he does not suffer pain. Therefore he cannot be tortured. And he will not die. Therefore it is useless to kill him. Hmm. Now, let me consider. I must think of some other way. Perhaps a, a small crust of bread, O king. Ha! I have it! I have it. I myself will order him to stop. Oh, king. Send the beggar here. Oh, king. Ha! I rather fancy the fellow will stop his noise when the king commands him to. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, king, thou wilt not have a beggar brought into thy royal chamber. Yes. Go outside and tell this fellow that the king desires his presence. 
O great and illustrious king, thou wilt surely not do this thing. Thou wilt surely not soil thy royal eyes by looking on such a filthy creature. Thou wilt surely not contaminate thy lips by speaking to a common beggar who cries aloud in the streets for bread. My, my ears have been soiled too much already. Therefore go now and do as I have commanded thee. O oh, great and illustrious king, thou surely will not... I said go! Forsooth, I fancy the fellow will stop his bawling when I order him to. Forsooth, I fancy he will be pretty well frightened when he hears that the king desires his presence. Ha, ha, ha! O king, here is the beggar. A magnificent sight, to be sure. Art thou the beggar who has been crying aloud in the streets for bread? Art thou the king? I am the king. It is not proper for a beggar to ask a question of a king. Speak only as thou art spoken to. Do thou likewise. I have ordered thee here to speak to thee concerning a very grave matter. Thou art the beggar, I understand, who often cries aloud in the streets for bread. Now the complaint of thy voice annoys me greatly. Therefore, do not beg any more. I, uh, I do not understand. I said, do not beg any more. I do not understand. The king has commanded thee not to beg for bread any more. The noise of thy voice is as garbage to his ears. Ha! An excellent flower of speech. Pin it in thy buttonhole. Now, thine ears, I see, are in need of a bath even more than thy body. I said, do not beg any more. I do not understand. Do not beg any more. I do not understand. Heavens! He is deafer than a stone wall. O oh, king, he cannot be deaf, for he understood me quite easily when I spoke to him in the street. Art thou deaf? Canst thou hear what I am saying to thee now? Alas, I can hear every word perfectly. <laughs> the impudence! Thy tongue shall be cut out for this. O king, to cut out his tongue is useless, for he will grow another. No matter, it shall be cut out anyway. I have ordered thee not to beg any more in the streets. What meanest thou by saying thou dost not understand? The words of thy mouth I can hear perfectly, but their noise is only a foolish tinkling in my ears. A lash will tinkle thy hide for thee if thou dost not cure thy tongue of impudence. I, thy king, have ordered thee not to beg any more in the streets for bread. Signify, therefore, that thou wilt obey the orders of thy king by quickly touching thy forehead thrice to the floor. That is impossible. Come, it is not safe to tempt the patience of the king too long. His patience is truly great, but he loses it most wondrous quickly. Come now, I have ordered thee to touch thy forehead to the floor. And quickly. Wherefore should I touch my forehead to the floor? In order to seal thy promise to thy king. But I have made no promise. Neither have I any king. Oh, 
made no promise. Neither has he any king. <laughs> I have commanded thee not to beg any more, for the sound of thy voice is grievous unto my ears. Touch thy forehead now unto the floor, as I have commanded thee, and thou shalt go from this palace a free man. Refuse, and thou wilt be sorry before an hour that thy father ever came within twenty paces of thy mother. I have ever lamented that he did, for to be born into this world a beggar is a more unhappy thing than any that I know, unless it is to be born a king. <laughs> thy tongue of a truth is too lively for thy health. Come now, touch thy forehead thrice to the floor and promise solemnly that thou wilt never beg in the streets again, and hurry. It is wise to do as thy king commands thee. His patience is near an end. Do not be afraid to soil the floor with thy forehead. I will graciously forgive thee for that. I said it is not wise to keep the king waiting. Well? 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 O oh, king, thou hast commanded me not to beg in the street for bread, for the noise of my voice offends thee. Now, therefore... Do I likewise command thee to remove thy crown from thy forehead and throw it from yonder window into the street? For when thou hast thrown thy crown into the street, then will I no longer be obliged to beg. Thou commandest me? Thou, a beggar from the streets, commandest me, a king, to remove my crown from my forehead and throw it from yonder window into the street? That is what I said. Why dost thou not know that I can have thee slain for such words? No, thou canst not have me slain. The spears of thy soldiers are as straws against my body. Ha! We shall see if they are. We shall see. O king, it is indeed true. It is even as he has told thee. I have required thee to remove thy crown from thy forehead. If thou wilt throw it from yonder window into the street... My voice will cease to annoy thee any more. But if thou refuse, then thou wilt wish thou hast never had any crown at all. For thy days will be filled with a terrible boding, and thy nights will be full of horrors, even as a ship is full of rats. Why, this is insolence! This is treason! Wilt thou throw thy crown from yonder window? Why, this, this is high treason! I ask thee... Wilt thou throw thy crown from yonder window? Perhaps it were wise to humour him, O king. After thou hast thrown thy crown away, I can go outside and bring it to thee again. Well? Well? No! I will not throw my crown from that window. No, nor from any other window. What? Shall I obey the orders of a beggar? Never! Truly that is spoken like a king. Thou art a king, so thou wouldst prefer to lose thy head than that silly circle of gold that so foolishly sits upon it. But that is well. Thou art a king. Thou couldst not prefer it otherwise. Stop him! Seize him! Does he think to get off so easily with his impudence? One of thy servants cannot stop me. Neither can ten thousand of them do me any harm. I am stronger than a mountain. I am stronger than the sea. Ha! We will see about that! We will see about that! Hold him, I say! Call the guards! 
He shall be put in chains. My strength is greater than a mountain, and my words more fearful than a hurricane. The servant of thine cannot even touch me. With one breath of my mouth I can blow over this whole palace. Dost thou hear the impudence he is offering me? Why dost thou not seize him? What is the matter with thee? Why dost thou not call the guard? I will not harm thee now. I will only cry aloud in the streets for bread wherewith to fill my belly. But one day I will not be so kind to thee. On that day my mouth will be filled with a rushing wind, and my arms will become as strong as steel rods, and I will blow over this palace, and all the bones in thy foolish body I will snap between my fingers. I will beat upon a large drum, and thy head will be my drumstick. I will not do these things now, but one day I will do them. Therefore, when my voice sounds again in thine ears, begging for bread, remember what I have told thee. Remember, O king, and be afraid. After him! After him! He must not be allowed to escape after him! O king, I, 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 I cannot seem to move. Quick, then, call the guards! He must be caught and put in chains! Quick, I say, call the guards. Oh, uh, king, I, 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 I cannot seem to call them. How? Art thou dumb? Oh, red, bread, give me some bread. Am I afraid of a beggar? Close that window. Bread, bread, give me some bread. Bread, bread, give me some bread. Bread, bread. Give me some bread! In The Beggar and the King, the king was played by Roger Surridge, the servant by Joe Wilkins, and the beggar by Keith Crawford. Coming soon from Little Wonder, Two Slattons and a King by Edna St. Vincent Millay. I am that cunning infidel by men called Chance. You know me well. You shall be taught what way a king may come to be a laughing stock, and all through me. Hi, I'm Keith, director of Little Wonder. We hope you enjoyed the show and will leave a like, comment or share us via social media. You can find all our work on iTunes under Little Wonder Radio Plays, where a rating or review would really help us out. Thanks for listening and come visit us at littlewonder.website.